Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. The Bill Michaels Show on the air. We are glad you are with us. Thanks, as always, for taking a listen to us. We certainly uh, appreciate it. Uh, a lot to get to, but the NBA draft is upon us. And to talk more about that, uh, Marcus Camby. And Marcus has uh, been around for a while, a former NBA center. You can find him on Twitter, uh, at MarcusCamby23. Now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Marcus, how you been? I've been great, buddy. How you doing? We are doing extremely well. So, obviously, a very exciting time. You know what this process is, what it's like to go through this. Uh, first of all, take me back, and I know you've probably reminisced about this a thousand times, but take, take what is it like on draft night, and can you imagine being a draftee on a night like this where COVID is so prevalent? Yeah, the times are definitely different from you know when I was coming into the league and into right now, but I know what these guys are experiencing, nervousness, not knowing where they're going to go. But also there's the excitement of them because a lot of these kids are going to change their whole family lives. So when you look at this year's draft, because we have not gotten, uh, obviously, uh, the way the season ended uh, so abruptly because of COVID, no postseason tournament last year, guys coming into the draft, we know what the talent seems to be. But it's difficult to really kind of judge when you didn't get a chance to see guys compete for a championship down the stretch, isn't it? It is real hard to gauge the talent. Uh, you know, but a lot of these teams have, you know, great scouts and, and great people who can look look for talent to bring to their organization. So, uh, you know, and especially now, before it was normally you have, like, uh, you know, free agency before the draft. So teams were able to dictate, you know, who they wanted and how they were going to shape their roster. But with now um, not having that luxury um, and going right into the draft, uh, it's kind of it's kind of different. But I think uh, these young guys that are coming in this year are, are very talented. And I think we have a lot of uh, guys that's going to come change a lot of these organizations' lives. Talk about some of the players that have already played in the G League before they've even been drafted by an NBA team. This is kind of unprecedented, too. Yeah, it's definitely unprecedented. Um, I see a lot of guys that, you know, a guy like uh, Jalen Green, who I think is going to be a a, a good pro when he, when he gets drafted. And um, just all, like all the guys that are coming into this draft, um, 
is going to be hit or miss of some guys. Some guys going to go outshadow other guys. And, you know, we still don't even know who's going to go number one overall. So it's going to be an interesting night. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a front runner? Is there one? or How loaded is the top of this draft? Because everybody seems to think that once you get past 12 or 15, then it's just a lot of guys, you know? Yeah, I think it's more predicated on the needs of the particular organization, particular team. You know, I see a team like Minnesota uh, who's talented with Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell, so they probably won't need a guy like uh, James Wiseman per se. And, you know, I'm thinking of a guy maybe like an Anthony Edwards, uh, you know, who can slide right in there, play alongside D'Angelo Russell and be a great compliment to um, Carl Anthony Towns. Or a guy like LaMelo Ball, you know, him and – D'Angelo kind of played the same position, but I can see D'Angelo playing off the ball. And a guy like Lomelo is, Lomelo is block, box office, excuse me. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's going to put, you know, the people into the seats. Well, not now because of the COVID and there's no fans, but when the fans come back, I can see a lot of star power with the Minnesota Timberwolves if Lomelo Ball was that pick. How quickly does Boston kind of stock themselves? Boston's a good team anyway, but they've got three, if I'm not mistaken, three first-round picks this year. And they had three first-round picks last year. So how quickly does Boston then vault themselves with some of this young talent back to the top of the East? Yeah, I think Boston is a team that's right there with the roster that they have in track right now. You know, I don't know what's going on with the uh, with the Gordon Hayward stuff going on with his deadline being pushed back, or if there's a sign and trade deal uh, being worked behind the scenes. But you know, Boston has a lot of assets as well as a, a great core base of young players that they have to attract anybody. Talking with Marcus Camby, the former NBA center. Find him on Twitter at MarcusCamby23. I do got to ask you, the Bucks making a move, picking up Drew Holiday, Bogdanovich as well, sending away some of their bench depth. But give me your thoughts on the Bucks and what you think they have done here in the last couple of days. And then obviously uh, look at uh, you know look at uh, the uh, the asset that is Giannis. Yeah, I think Bucks are doing um, everything they can to make sure that Giannis stays. You know, with the team, I think the addition of Drew Holiday is very, very underrated. He's a, he's one of the better point guards that we have in this league. That pretty much flies under the radar because he played on in New Orleans for all these years. But adding him, adding Bogdanovich, a guy who can really stretch out the floor, stretch out on the court, knock down open perimeter shots, and opens up the lane a little bit more for Giannis. So I think they're doing the small things in place to keep Giannis happy, and hopefully they can continue and. You know, I think the lead would be a better place if Giannis stays in Milwaukee because it shows a lot of parity. I was going to ask you also, and I was interested in your take on this. Uh, yesterday, you, all the arguments, everybody's got arguments when it comes nationally, when it comes <laughs> to who's the best. So you tell me, uh, they were saying that the Bucks now have the best overall starting five. Do you see it that way, or who else would you say? Because you can't count out if indeed they make a deal in, in Brooklyn and bring in James Harden, what's going to be next year in Golden State. I mean, there's a lot of good teams. Yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of great teams out there with a lot of great talent out there. Milwaukee, you have to put up them put them up there with, you know, the addition of Drew and Bajanovic to go along with you know Chris Middleton and and Giannis and Lopez. Those guys are, in my opinion, they they might be the best starting five. But I just think the Bucks need to make sure that they solidify their bench, uh, keep uh, you know adding to their bench, adding to their firepower uh, to make a a longer one come playoff time. I think that pretty much what stopped them last year. Uh, it was the bench, and they ran into a good Miami team. 
Talking with Marcus Camby, the uh, 2020 NBA draft presented by State Farm taking place tonight, and we're kind of breaking that down with him looking around the rest of the NBA as well. Um, when you look at Giannis's talents, Marcus, um, the, the one thing he doesn't have consistently is an outside jump shot. You would assume he's going to continue to work on that just the way his work right. ethic is, but um, what what does he bring to the table that is so seemingly undefendable? I mean, just his size and his aggression and the way he can get to the basket. I mean, I, I've seen him a couple times with like two or three dribbles get up the court, full court, and go dunk the basketball. So he's skilled in that aspect. You know, his jumper would definitely come with time. You know, I know he puts in a lot of work in the off season, but when it comes down to crush time and game time, he's pretty much tend to go to your strength. And I think he's a guy who can get to the basket anytime. Uh, he definitely has to improve a little bit on his free throw shooting. Um, I've seen a couple times in the years he stepped up and shot free, you know, shot air blocks from the free throw line, you know, which happens, which happens, but you don't want to get into a situation where teams are trying to follow you down the stretch because you're not a great foul shooter. But other than the free throw shooting is outside consistency. I think he's the most dominant guy that we have in the NBA today. So you look at, and I found it interesting. You said you were glad to see that uh, you think uh, Giannis is going to stay in Milwaukee because of the parody and such through all of this. Uh, do guys look, I mean, because Milwaukee has, you know, people talk about the northern states and snow and the cold weather, and I understand all of that. But they built a state-of-the-art building. They built a state-of-the-art training facility. The city itself is is nice. It's not New York, but it's nice. Uh, do guys now look at Milwaukee as the possibility of a destination rather than being the exile that it used to be in the NBA? Well, I have an affinity towards Milwaukee. Uh, you know, Latrell Spiro is one of my best friends, and I spend a lot of time out there in Milwaukee with him. So it's a great, it's a great, great city. And as well as the, the facilities, the new facilities that they have there in Milwaukee. And if you have a guy like Giannis, you know, a two-time MVP, the reigning defensive player of the year, those are the type of guys that attract the free agents that want to go play with an unselfish guy like Giannis. So, um, but him being there, I think they're always going to have a chance to recruit these top free agents and. You know, hopefully Milwaukee can get a chance to make that elusive run to the championship. Marcus, great to talk to you. I appreciate it. Coming up tonight, we're going to get all your analysis, the NBA Draft 2020, presented by State Farm. You're going to be uh, all over this thing. We certainly appreciate your time for a couple of minutes, and best of luck to you, okay? Thanks a lot, sir. I appreciate you. Marcus, appreciate it. There you go. Marcus Camby, former NBA center. Remember that name? You can find him on Twitter, at MarcusCamby23, at MarcusCamby23. 23 joining us for a couple of minutes on the schneider orange hotline schneider hiring drivers right now you work hard they treat you fair 85 plus years they've been doing it call them 844 pride to go to schneiderjobs.com uh this portion of the program is brought to you by our friends at van horn automotive van horn automotive they want to buy your car they've been uh, doing this for a long time they continue to grow they continue to get bigger and better and uh, they got many dealerships in Wisconsin, now over in Iowa as well. Many different makes, models, domestics, imports, sports cars, high-end luxury cars. They've got it all. Or if you're just looking to sell a car and you want to get rid of your payment or you just want to sell it outright, they can help you out with that. You can do everything online, including schedule and finance your service if you should choose to do so. You can find a car, new or used, finance a car. You can trade in a car. Sell a car. You can do everything online. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. You can even take a virtual walkthrough of a vehicle if you decide to do so. Go to VanHornAuto.com. They're family-born, they're employee-owned, and they're just really good people. Go to VanHornAuto.com. When we come back, the Colts running back and the former Badger running back, Jonathan Taylor, joins us live next on the Bill Michael Show. 
You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow night, 6 to 8, it is the Bill Michaels Huddle, and we're going to be joined tomorrow night, Andy Herman and Ross Uglum of PackerReport.com, both going to be our guests on the panel again tomorrow night. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good, 100 calories. Go to BudLight.com. That's BudLight.com for all the info. Running back, former running back for the Wisconsin Badgers. I see him more now doing the uh, UW uh, credit union commercials than anything, but uh, Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis Colts running back as well, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jonathan, are you at a drive-through at the UW credit line right now? Uh, no, I, I am not, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> you uh, bringing that up. I mean, it's something that's, uh, that was real big for me, and you know, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Um, talk about your experiences so far. You guys are obviously playing some pretty good football. Big win last Thursday night, a little bit of an extended break, getting ready for the Packers. Yeah, I mean... It's been it's been an odd year. I mean, not only for just us, but just for everyone at any level of, of football or sports in general. It's been a, an odd year. But um, once you get into the thick of things and you really just look down at you know the games and preparation for practice, it's been really fun. It's been really really fun to be here, um, to be coached up, you know, at the highest level of football and to live out my dreams. And you know, we have a tough one coming up, but we're going to have to put together a great week of practice in order to come out with the win. So we had Dan Dockich, uh, a radio host down there at ESPN, uh, on a little while ago, and he said, you know, the expectations are always when you come in and having the success that you had at Wisconsin, the expectations are way high. So when you come into the National Football League and you're playing with a veteran with Phillip Rivers, you're, co- you're coached by a guy like Frank Wright, what did they tell you as far as what your expectations should be coming into the league? Uh, one of the biggest things was that, uh, unfortunately, um, like I mentioned earlier, it's an odd year, so it was kind of like you're going to have to to learn on the fly. We want you to learn, you know, as much as you can, as quick as you can. Um, but you know, without having those preseason games, those off-season kind of uh, contacts with the coaches instead of just virtual, uh, it, it was tough. So now it's kind of, hey, I mean, we know you, you're a smart kid. We know you can learn fast. So you know, you need to ask as much questions as you can in order to you know get up to speed with the vets. Do you feel you landed in a good place with a veteran like Philip Rivers? Oh, without a doubt. And even if he's not speaking to me, he may be speaking to a receiver, maybe speaking to another running back. And you always want to just kind of lend an ear, in a sense, when you're on the field because you, he could be given little bits and pieces of nuggets of knowledge to him that could help you out. So when I mean, you have a guy like that with you know the experience he has, you always want to take heed to whenever he's speaking. Was the game uh, against Tennessee, was that, uh, as far as your team goes, was that your best game of the season? I mean, that was that was a big win. It was a momentum boost as far as us beginning to kind of gel together on all phases of football, offense, defense, special teams. And, you know, we're still working. I mean, you look at the film, I mean, you want to play a perfect game, but, you know, that's a tough thing to do, and that's what we keep striving for. But that was a, definitely a big momentum boost into that right direction. When uh, okay, when you look at the film, if I'm going to say okay, Jonathan Taylor, the transition from uh, Wisconsin to Indianapolis, what what do you feel you still haven't gotten yet that you're just still working on? Is it just schematics? Is it just say blitz pickup or chip blocking, getting out of the backfield, catching pass? What what do you feel right now that you just need to do a little bit better? I mean, one of the biggest things. I mean, you mentioned uh, blitz pickup, but I would say kind of 
blitz recognition. I mean, there's a lot of more different looks, and, you know, you're trying to learn them each and every single week. Uh, I mean, one week you may have a team who's has a ton of unique looks that you've never seen before because, of course, it's the NFL, um, and it's not traditional four down, three down like you experience in college. So trying to learn the terminology of all of these new kind of blitz packages and new defensive fronts um, is something that I'm still continuing to grow at. Talking with Jonathan Taylor, former Badger running back, now with uh, the Indianapolis Colts. So when you go up against this defense, uh, it's got to be, I guess, it got to make you feel good when you have success because your defense in practice is very fast. You guys got a lot of speed, whether it's Justin Houston or whether it's uh, Darius Leonard, who can be all over the field, even Xavier Rhodes. They've got a lot of speed and a lot of athleticism. So when you have success in practice against these guys, it's it's got to make you feel good, right? It definitely feels great. I mean, and it was kind of similar when I was at University of Wisconsin. I mean, we had a great, a tremendous defense, one of the top defenses in the country. So when you go against that every single day, it makes it a lot easier on game day when you know, hey, I've been facing some of the toughest dudes in the country. So I'm definitely thankful that, you know, the defense that I'm going against every day is, you know, on my team. Now you know what kind of a state this is when it comes to bleeding red for Badgers and green and gold for the Packers. So here come the Green Bay Packers. Are you? Is there a little extra anxiety this week? A little extra anticipation this week? It, it definitely is, and probably more so just for me, just being as though it's a, a Wisconsin game. Uh, but uh, it is definitely fun. I know uh, some guys on, on the team, so it's always a good time when you know you guys can go out there compete against each other and then you know have some words afterwards and. Uh, it's just it's just a fun time. It's just a fun time, and even though we're in weird and unprecedented times right now, football is football, and that's something you can have fun at no matter what's going on in the world. How strictly are you guys tested, and, and what kind of protocols are you guys having to go through almost on a daily basis? I mean, it's really top-notch strict protocol. I mean, you, you must get tested. You know, we're always wearing connect signs. You need to be aware of not being in close contact with each other, staying five feet from each other. And that's just throughout kind of the whole day. And uh, it, it's tough, but this is what we signed up for. We love the game. And, you know, we'll do whatever it takes, whatever protocol it takes in order to keep us safe, people around us safe, and still allow, uh, still be allowed to do what we love. Now, I know, obviously, COVID hit uh, your Badgers, and they were down for a couple of weeks, but uh, I, w- w- did you watch the game last Saturday night? Were you sitting there because you had a little time off to watch them just demolish Michigan? <laughs> that was that was a good sight to see that night. Um, you know, real, really proud of those guys of how they bounced back. I mean, adversity, you guys are down for two weeks or so due to COVID, and you guys bounce back and put together a performance like that. And hopefully, and I know they will, I mean, there's some great leaders on that team um, that were there when I was there, and I know that they'll get those guys together, keep those guys together in order to continue pushing forward throughout this season. Now, I know you played with Jack Cohn as the quarterback, but last year Graham Mertz was there. I, I have been impressed with Mertz, not just because we always, always knew he had physical talents, but it, it seems like just the command. The guy just looks like a quarterback. Talk about what little you got to know of Graham Mertz before you got out of there. I think you just said it best. I mean, when he came in, we all knew. You could see it. That's something you can't hide is the physical talent. Uh, And the only thing was the question was how is he, you know, game-like, game-time experiences. And, you know, as you just mentioned, I mean, you could just see the way he commands the huddle, the way he he carries himself on that field. Um, I know that those guys completely trust him in that huddle. I can just tell by his demeanor, by their demeanor, how they're going out and playing for one another. So 
I mean, it's just a special sight to see because you knew he had the talent, and now you get to watch him put it on display on the field. I sit here each week and I look at all, all the different coaches. They completely applaud, whether it's Nick Saban or Kelly or whomever it happens to be. Talk about playing for Paul Christ. I think Paul Christ is not only a tremendous coach, but a very underrated and underappreciated coach. Most definitely. I mean, he's he's a player's coach. He knows each and every single one of his players in depth. If you go and ask him a question about one of the players, he'll definitely know something about you that another player probably wouldn't even have known about you, a teammate. And I think that's one of, that's a testament to the kind of person he is, um, just because you could be walking past his office, he'll call you in just to talk to you, and you might have to go to a class. You might just be going to pick something up from your position coach, and you got to say, hey, Coach Chris, i, I got to get to class real quick. Uh, but that just shows you that he truly cares. I tell you what, I appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes. Best of luck coming up. How many requests for uh, tickets or family members inside that stadium have you had knowing that this game was on the docket? I've, I've had a lot, and unfortunately due to protocols, uh, you're not able to you know, kind of gain the mass amount of tickets that um, you would normally kind of be able to finagle your way to get. And uh, now it's strict protocol, so I had to you know, kind of tell a couple people, sorry, I wish you could be here. I want you to be here, but uh, it's protocol. All right. Well, I'm going to drop your name when I go over to the UW Credit Union out here in Waukesha and see what that gets me, okay? (laughs) That sounds good. All right, pal. You take care of yourself, and we appreciate you taking a couple of minutes, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Stay safe. There you go. Jonathan Taylor joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 85-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You can find him on Twitter at JT23, at JT23. Jonathan Taylor, Colts running back, former Badger running back, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And uh, just a pleasure to talk to. And, uh, man, he's all over television because every time I turn on something, whether it's a game or Sports Center, or I'm watching, like right now I'm watching uh, Good Morning Football, and he was just on. Holy mackerel, he's all over those uh, UW Credit Union commercials. And if you go to the credit union, you maybe get enough cash to buy yourself a vehicle, right, Joe? That is right, absolutely. And I know one place where you can go for it. It is at Hyundai West Alice. And did you know, guys, that Hyundai West Alice, they are the number one dealership that is great when it comes to customer satisfaction. I mean, you're not going to be disappointed when you go to Hyundai West Dallas. And the other big thing is for you, the customer, when you walk in, you will feel safe because again, we're still very paranoid about COVID-19 and rightly so. And believe me, Hyundai West Dallas, the staff there has you covered. They are wiping everything down. They're keeping their showroom clean and everyone's wearing masks. And if you walk in and if you forget your mask, which still is going to happen from time to time. They've got you covered. They're not going to charge you for a mask. They'll hand you one, and there you go. You're good to go. Um, Not only that, but they also have some really good deals. Uh, The 2021 Hyundai Palisade is the best-selling SUV around. It is a really nice car, and they've got good deals on that as well. And if you use my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, you get an additional $500 off your new car. It doesn't matter. Uh, what it is. Just mention my name, $500. It's yours. Hyundai West Alice, just off of Highway 100 in West Alice. You can also go to HyundaiWestAlice.com if you're a little too far from the dealership because some of you listening might, that, that might happen. So just go to HyundaiWestAlice.com 
and they've got you covered. Hyundai West Alice, where their ordinary needs to be extraordinary. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Bill Michael's show is on the air. We are glad you are here. Good stuff with uh, Jonathan Taylor, former uh, former Badger running back, joining us for a couple of minutes. Marcus Camby, Bruce Levine, Dan Dockage. Boy, we've been loaded so far today. Haven't taken a lot of phone calls. Uh, now is the time. Coming up after the top of the hour, the host of the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Zach Gelb is going to be joining us. We're going to talk with him. And then Austin Gale, the uh, Associate Director of Content for Pro Football Focus is going to be joining us uh, in about an hour from now. But uh, for the next half an hour, I want to get back to the the question at hand. Does the balance in the NFC, the fact that there are so many teams atop right now, the NFC, that, that you've got Tampa Bay, you've got the Packers, you've got Seattle, got Arizona, got the Rams, got the Saints. You know, there's six teams right there all that have a legit shot at winning a Super Bowl or at least getting to a Super Bowl. You know, I think a team that's on the rise is the Minnesota Vikings. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Um, But the three teams out west, all legit, I don't think you have to worry about the Eagles or the Giants or any one of the teams out of the east. They're just bad football teams. But you know what? You get to a postseason situation – Guys get up for that, you know, anybody on any given Sunday, you know. But then you got New Orleans, Tampa Bay, uh, Atlanta and Carolina, they're out. Uh, they're, 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 not, uh, they're not good football teams. Atlanta has now lost again uh, a couple straight. Uh, Carolina has lost – or, excuse me, uh, Atlanta's finally won a couple straight. They seem to have turned things around, but they're still 3-6 and six after starting out 1-6 and six on the season. In the meantime, Carolina – has lost five straight after getting off to a fast start. They were three and two, and now has lost five straight. So, but which team right now do you feel is the front runner? And if you had to give the power rankings, maybe where would it be? Where would it be in the uh, in, in the NFC right now? Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Again, 855-830-8648. Find us on the uh, Facebook fan page. You can track us down. That is simply uh, facebook.com slash Show. facebook.com slash Show. Go ahead and get all of us there. But if you had to kind of rank the top five, where would the Packers fall? And with the NFC being kind of wide open, does it make things easier or tougher on the Green Bay Packers, which I think is also a legit, uh, a legit ask. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. This portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by our good friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef. Now, we've talked about this uh, for a while now. They've got great recipe ideas uh, over on their Facebook fan page. 
Okay, you can go to Facebook and search SholzyFamilyBeef.com or just go to their website. They've got it there as well. But they've got all kinds of meats, not just a grill, but things for hearty soups and stews or your favorite chili recipe. Great for weeknight dinners, maybe the big game if you want to make a big old beef dip or something for nachos. Whatever it happens to be, you can order right now your quality Wisconsin pasture-raised meats online. And you can choose from the gift boxes, or you can create your own. You can sign up for a subscription, or you can get a box, say a gift certificate, for the meat lover in your life, or it just makes a great holiday idea uh, for this time of year. And if you want to pre-order some of your holiday tenderloins and prime rib roasts, do that now because they sell out fast as well. Plenty of things right now over there at SholzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SholzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SholzeFamilyBeef.com. So with the NFC being this wide open, does it make things easier or tougher for the Green Bay Packers? Easier or tougher for the Green Bay Packers? And if you had to give your power rankings, what would they be right now? What would they be right now? Uh, Mike said, look, if I'm going to put power rankings out, I think my Packers are going to be third. I would go with the Chiefs and the Steelers first, then go with the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Ravens, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Bills, and the Colts. So that's from Mike giving us his power rankings top to bottom, both AFC and NFC, and his top ten combined. Uh, Killing the Crew writes in the Wendy's email inbox, I would take the Steelers number one, the Buccaneers number two, the Chiefs number three, the Packers number four, the Saints number five, and on down from there. Great topic. Appreciate the show. Listening to you in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, This is from Nathan. Nathan writes, uh, I think this is wide open. It kills me that Goody didn't do more to help this team. They need some more help. They need additional defenders more than they need weapons on offense. Once they get Lazard back, everything should really start to flow. Hope Irvin can come back sooner rather than later. Uh, Badger Dave says, uh, thanks for having Jonathan Taylor on. Great to talk to him. Always a class act. I think the Packers are maybe third or fourth in the NFC right now. I know they're a good team, just not a great team. Probably the best overall team would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but don't count out the L.A. Rams. I, I said that the other day. The Rams are playing some really, really good football. And defensively speaking, that is that is a team to be reckoned with. Damn straight. 100% correct. 855-830-8648. Uh, Marcus writes, he says, uh, my guy AR, meaning Aaron Rodgers, uh, is playing at an MVP level right now. Russell Wilson has fallen back to earth. I think Tom Brady's going to get a few votes as well. With Drew Brees being out over the next four weeks, it's not really going to hurt them because the bulk of their schedule becomes tough at the end of the season. The last three games are where you're going to find out what kind of a team they have and how rusty Drew Brees is when he comes back. I think it is going to be L.A., Tampa Bay, and the Packers. Um, with good email. Appreciate it. And you're probably right. When you look at uh, right now, when you look at the uh, the Saints and your their schedule, you're absolutely right. When you look at the Saints' schedule uh, coming up over the next few weeks, it's not overwhelmingly difficult. It really isn't. They've got uh, the Atlanta Falcons coming up. Then after the Falcons, the Broncos, then the Falcons again. The next three weeks, I hate to say cakewalk, but it should be. And after that, they got Philadelphia. It's not until 15, 16, and 17 that they've got Kansas City, Minnesota, if Minnesota is still trending in that direction. You know, we'll see what happens with Minnesota. And then, obviously, in week 17, they've got the Carolina Panthers, and who knows what Carolina's going to be at that point. 
But I, I 100% agree with you. They don't really get back to being tough again schedule-wise until week 15. So over the next four weeks, if you're without Drew Brees, you would assume you can still get some wins. I mean, just you're going to throw the load on Kamara anyway, barring injury. And having the Falcons two two times in the next three weeks, that, that doesn't hurt. 855-830-8648. So you tell me, when we come back, I want to get into the phone calls and get into your thoughts. Does the balance of power in the NFC make things easier or tougher for the Green Bay Packers? And give me your power rankings right now in the NFC. Where do you put the Green Bay Packers? 855-830-8648. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. They've got those terrific meals. Take them home. Heat them. Eat them. Good to go. And also, don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card. You can ease yourself with some pain at the pump. Got to go to Quick Trip. Great people. Great place. And they do it right. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are getting ready to face the Colts. Wide receiver Alan Lazard has been taken off IR, back on the active roster after missing the last six games following surgery for a core muscle injury. We spoke to Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari, who says he was confident he could remain in Green Bay and still be the highest paid lineman in the history of the NFL. The likelihood of them trying to walk away from a player like me at the position that I play is very unlikely. Now, although his contract is worth $105 million, Bakhtiari says the deal he signed leaves enough cap money to re-sign many of his teammates. It doesn't hurt them on a down cap year, so they can focus on important people to retain, like Aaron Jones, Corey Lindsley, Kevin King, Jamal Williams, all the other guys that could be restricted or unrestricted free agents and potentially cap casualties across the league. That's Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. So our buddy Derek listening to us in Schenectady, New York, up there near Albany, says the road to the Super Bowl via the NFC looks tougher than usual. Many folks think that a bye is not good for the Packers. I think they need the number one seed and a week off. Let everybody else beat up on one another in the first round. A Packer opponent playing in a dome or not used to January in Green Bay can help the Packers get to a Super Bowl. Feeling stressed. I uh, I completely agree. It's a stressful time, 100%. Uh, let's do this. Uh, let's get to the phone calls, and let's talk to uh, – who else do we have? Joe, I'm sorry. Uh, got uh, Arthur in Birchwood, Wisconsin. Arthur, how you doing today, buddy? What's going on, man? Very good. Just just a quick comment. Uh, Terry Bradshaw had uh, you know uh, made a comment that uh, the Packers can't stop the run and we won't beat a significant team all year. Well, that that just means that there's seven uh, other teams that he uh, probably ticked off as well. So, <laughs> you know, we're solid. You know, I mean, we're right. solid. We're getting better. So that's all. That's all I need to say. 
All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, Justin tweets us uh, at JS or J Schmitz 18 says top uh, five in the NFC, the Saints, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Bucks, and then the Rams. Uh, this is from Tom who uh, says right now in the NFC, I'd go Saints, Bucks, Cardinals, Packers, Seahawks. Uh, the Mad Cow says I would go Saints, Cardinals, uh, and then he has in there uh, Kyler Murray's the real deal. Then the Bucks, then the Packers, then the Seahawks. He says the Packers have vaulted above the Seahawks because the Seahawks' defense stinks, and right now Russell Wilson is a turnover machine. Do you think he's still the front runner for the MVP? No, I don't. I think that he's probably one of the top two or three. I think Aaron Rodgers. Put it this way: if they go into Indianapolis, and Aaron Rodgers says, say, throws for three touchdowns and puts up 350 yards, has a quarterback rating of 110, 120, somewhere in there. Um, then Aaron Rodgers' name is going to be bandied about again. Um, right now, Patrick Mahomes is up there. Russell Wilson is still up there. Rodgers is still up there. Um, you know, you could probably go with a defender or two. Uh, Donald is up there. Um, guys that are playing solid defense. But for, for the most part, it's going to be one of those three guys as of right now. 855-830-8648. Give me your power rankings, and you tell me. Is it wide open? Is it easy for the Green Bay Packers? Or do you think that, nah, you know, this is uh, this is, this is going to be one of the most difficult to get through at this point? 855-830-8648. Uh, this one's from uh, Jerome, who says, I think it's going to be the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Rams. And he says, I reserve the right to move the Rams up the board. They continue to impress. I just want to see if Goff has it in him to continue to hand the ball off and be accurate when he needs to be. I don't think he's going to win you a game. But with that defense, he just doesn't have to lose you a game. There you go. By the way, uh, Frank Reich, speaking to the Milwaukee media and the Green Bay media today, says uh, the, the Colts head coach, says their defense needs to mix it up, and they've got an 11-on-1 mentality this week. That it's not, uh, you know, against 11-on-11, it's 11-on-1 trying to figure out Aaron Rodgers. He said it's not any one guy going up against Aaron, it's our entire defense going up against Aaron Rodgers. I would assume, though, they're going to have a spy. Just wherever Rodgers goes. Not that Rodgers runs a lot, but you're probably going to have somebody that's going to just try to stay in his line of sight pretty often just to just to see if they can't throw him off just a little bit in some way shape or form you double team Devontae you let the others go see who starts to beat you if any and you just try to you try to harass Aaron as much as you possibly can 855-830-8648 uh Brent writes in Winnie's email inbox he says it's the Saints right now then the Buccaneers the Packers and the Seahawks, Seahawks are just turning the ball over. Otherwise, they're winning some of these games that they're losing. That I would agree with, but they're also getting the hell beat out of Russell Wilson. That offensive line's a sieve. It's all Russell all the time. And if he can't play extremely well and, and carry that team, then now you can say that about a lot of quarterbacks. You can say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. But they are putting a lot more pressure on Russell Wilson, they're just kind of throwing him out there saying, hey, go win us a game. Um... Mark writes, he says, uh, I'm not sleeping on the Rams. The Rams are a damn good football team. That defense is Super Bowl caliber. Don't sleep on the Bears. If they figure anything out with Trubisky, a quarterback, they could have a resurgence. Um, he says, the Saints, 
then the Buccaneers. I think the Saints are the better team. They're probably going to end up winning the NFC. Once Drew Brees comes back, you're right, the next three games are cakewalks for them. And like I said, they've got two against uh, Atlanta over the next three weeks. Two against Atlanta over the next three weeks. And then, as I had mentioned before, you throw Denver into the mix in the middle. And even after that, Philadelphia, the next four weeks for them, not really at least you know wins and losses-wise, big game, so to speak. Um, so I appreciate the email. 855-830-8648. This one's from uh, Kelly. says, Packers are pretenders. Uh, I'd put them at fifth. And uh, this one's from Lang. says, uh, how are we pretenders, or is this going to be about ugly wins and we aren't that good, just like last year when we were 14-4 and and we're a game away? Well, are you a pretender? If you're a game away, if you're in an NFC Championship game, does that make you a pretender? We knew San Francisco was good. Okay? We knew that. They beat the hell out of the Packers. Give them all the credit in the world. But if you go to an NFC Championship game, are you really considered a pretender? You know, I don't think so. I don't think that makes you a pretender. Um, this one's from Max. Max says, I'm an Eagles fan. I got to put my Eagles in there. I think they're going to play well in the postseason. They should be able to win their division. And then it's a whole new ball game. The slate is clean. Uh, then I've got the Packers, the Saints. And after that, it's a crapshoot. I hate to tell you this, but I just don't think, (laughs) I don't think that your Eagles, I mean, your Eagles may end up winning the division, but I, I, boy. I would be, it would be a real stretch. And I hate to be the bucket of cold water on your fandomonium, but it would be a real stretch if the Eagles did anything in the postseason. Just saying. Stay tuned. Zach Gelb, host of the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports. He's going to be joining us next. After that, David Bakhtiari. And then after that, Austin Gale, the associate director of content for Pro Football Focus. We're going to ask him what his top five teams are in the NFC. Stay tuned. We're only halfway through the Bill Michaels Show. we got more to come right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 